Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salente, and we're honored again to have with us the man of men, somebody that knows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the freedom of America, what it used to be, where it is and where it's going that nobody knows uh, like him. And I'll put anybody against him, any judge anywhere, any lawyer, Judge Andrew Napolitano, a real paisano and a man that cares about life, liberty, in the pursuit of happiness. Judge, thanks for being here today. Uh, thank you, Gerald. As you like to say, whatever happened to the pursuit of happiness? It's almost criminal to pursue happiness these days, even though that's the linchpin of the Declaration of Independence that we have the natural right to pursue happiness. Yeah, Government really? doesn't care about happiness. No, Please. isn't it something? Yep. Yeah. And and you know the uh uh and you know the cover of our magazine this week, the, the Trends Journal. Right. It's all about, um, again, you know, uh, nothing about uh, the American way. No peace, only war. So when you're only talking about war, fear, and hysteria, how do you have happiness? Right. Right. Judge, you know, it's it terrible. A it, it's just, it's just, um, I know we have these conversations every week, and the people watching us now know that we are, you and I are, Longtime personal friends. We have so much in common. We agree on just about everything. But it is no exaggeration, in my view, to say that every week things are worse. Every, how long we've been doing this for a couple of years now? Every Wednesday, things are worse than the previous Wednesday, politically, financially, militarily, culturally. And the American public needs to uh, wake up to it. COVID was a dry run. They're going to try and do this uh, again. We were a nation of sheep the way we uh, caved. Some people resisted in uh, Canada, and many of them lost their jobs because the government became a totalitarian. And people have to be ready for this the next time it happens. There's no fight in this country. You know, look what's no. going on. Look what's no, going on in France. You know, millions of people taking to the streets month after month, week after week, day after day. Same Look what's thing going on in Israel. Correct. Same thing in Israel. They they finally got the dictator um, uh, Netanyahu to back down. Can you imagine that the legislature could overrule the courts? Look, judges are not saints, and they have political biases, but their job is to interpret the law and interpret the constitution. Netanyahu's in the middle of three. Three criminal trials tried to push through legislation that would allow the legislature to overrule the court. So if he's convicted in those trials, his buddies in the legislature could undo the conviction. You and I, if we were average Israelis, wouldn't have that power. What kind of rule of law is that? So millions of Israelis demonstrated in the streets and Netanyahu backed down. Yeah. But once Biden was on the right side, I don't know why Biden cares what happens in another country, but the messages he sent to Netanyahu were, she shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're sending Israel, what, over $3 billion a year? Absolutely. Of our money, our tax that we that t stealing from our pockets to give to them. Oh, and I think Tel Aviv is the, the most expensive city in, in the world to live in, one of the most expensive or something. You know, yeah. oh, yeah, like it's such a poor country, we have to help them out. Now they're robbing our money. Uh, Biden doesn't care. What, Biden loves overseas wars. Well, I yes, mean, he like does. A clown. Biden you know, wants to, Biden wants to run Gerald for re-election, like his heroes Lincoln and FDR, 
as a wartime president. He is inching us into the war uh, against uh, Russia. We, we all know that there are troops on the ground directing the Ukrainians, aiming equipment, pull, pulling the triggers, so to speak. Um, he, they'll be seeing more and more of that. Wait till the first American is killed. Then he'll say, well, we've got to fight back. We've got to protect the Americans that are there. This is Vietnam all over again. Look at what it did to LBJ, Joe. It scared him out of running for re-election. It was such a disaster. You think war? You're willing to sacrifice the lives of American boys, Ukrainian boys, and Russian boys so that you can get re-elected? That is reprehensible. That is unworthy of public office if you have that attitude about human life. Well, he's a demented freak. <laughs> really? I mean, there's not a war that that little arrogant boy didn't love. When um, George W. Bush, Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld, Colin Powell, Paul Wolfowitz and their crew were lying us into the Iraq war, by lying about Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, the chief of staff of the chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee was making the same lies, and so was the chairman. The chief of staff was Tony Blinken, now the Secretary of State. Wow. Chair of that committee was, you guessed it, Senator Joe Biden. Yep. So oh, yeah. lying, us, lying us into war is part of their repertoire, Gerald. Again, these are evil, demented people. And when are people going to grow up and stop listening to them and swallowing their lives? Again, America, it's, it's, it, it, this, if we don't have a renaissance, to me, it's over. It's over. This country's just going to go down. And you know, you're talking about, you know, the they don't bring, you know, they didn't bring, never brought Bush, Cheney, Wolfowitz, any of them up on charges for lying about this. But the big news every damn day, like I give a damn, is about Donald Trump. Well, I'm a hundred percent with you, but this is dangerous. The Democrats are happy that the news every day, all day is about Donald Trump because none of this makes Trump look good. And right now, 49% of the American public think he committed a crime. 49%. He hasn't even been accused of a crime, but the drumbeat, a lot of it instigated by him. My piece this week is called um, Trump Can Be His Own Worst Enemy. Trump made an announcement. The NYPD is, made this announcement two weeks ago. The NYPD is going to arrest me on Tuesday. Well, Tuesday came and went, no arrest, no charge. But by saying this, he focused all this attention on himself. Not on the good things he did while he was president, like lowering taxes and um, uh, increasing uh, economic activity and decreasing our military footprint around the world, things he can legitimately crow about. But the bad parts of his behavior, paying off a porn star, paying off a, a, a model, paying hush money, hiding the money, doing it in an illegal way. American public isn't going to grasp the details of this, which you and I understand and I attempted to explain in my column. But they will grasp, but there's something wrong with this guy's background. And the Democrats love 
when the public and the media focus on this, because then the media is not focusing on Biden's horrible leadership. So even though I agree, disagree with Chris Christie on many things, he's a friend of mine for many years, former governor of New Jersey. In this respect, he's right. The sooner the Republican Party gets rid of Trump, the better able they will be to put a, a credible, ethical, moral standard bearer up against Joe Biden. And any Republican can beat Joe Biden, in my opinion, except Donald Trump. Because if Trump runs, the issues are not Biden's terrible leadership. The issues are Trump's character, his personality, and his crimes. If any other Republican runs, then Joe has to defend his presidency, which you and I and everybody watching us now knows is indefensible. On this, on the Trump charges, are, are, are these serious uh, issues? I mean, will he... Will, will he, um, you know, have to pay a, a price for him? And, and before I go into you go into that, you know, they're doing this to Democrats, as you said, you know, to divert the attention. But also, you know, as much as I can't stand Trump because he's a narcissistic jerk. And, and by the way, about the, the tax lowering taxes, the, the one according to the tax policy center, the 1% got 64% of the benefits of those tax breaks. Now, my taxes went up because yes. I live, like you, in a state where the local taxes are through the roof, local and state, and you can't deduct local and state anymore. So even though my tax rate went down, my total tax bill went up, thanks to Donald. Yeah. I and the other thing what he was trying to do. He was trying to enrich himself and his buddies, and he succeeded in doing that. That's all. And the other thing, too, it was the baloney that – the, they, were, they were going to the big companies would then put the capital investments and, and rebuild and get bigger and, and and expand the production. And they didn't at all. They bought back stocks. They had a record stock buyback years after after those. But but going back to Trump, um, what what do you think about the legality of, of what he are? They, are the charges being brought against him? Will this bring him down? Are they legitimate charges? And, and where I, do you I think, think I, there are four cases against him. The case in New York, which is using corporate funds to pay a campaign debt. The case in Georgia, and he hasn't been charged in any of these, but he's about to be. The case in Georgia, which is an effort to overturn uh, by, by perjury, signing false documents, a legitimate election. The Mar-a-Lago, which I think is the most serious case against him, which is uh, uh, stealing, keeping, and hiding from the government national defense secrets. And then January 6th, whether or not he's responsible for what happened on January 6th. Yeah. Georgia and the two federal cases, in my opinion, are stronger than the one in New York. The, the real one he has to worry about is Georgia and Mar-a-Lago. The one in New York is the weakest uh, but he has foolishly, in my opinion, focused all the attention on it by doing two things. One saying, I'm about to be arrested. Well, that's a big deal. I mean, that 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 caused a lot of media uh, attention for three or four days on that courthouse. And of course, no charge, no arrest. The other insane thing he did, which I know is causing acid in the, to churn in the stomach of his lawyers, was to post a picture of himself holding a baseball bat juxtapositioned with a picture of the prosecutor, Alvin Bragg. So it looked like he was trying to hit Bragg 
with the bat. I mean, that could very well result in another charge against him of threatening a public official with violence. So by doing all this, he's made things worse for himself. But the case in New York is the weakest. It basically charges him in a state court with committing a federal crime that the feds decided not to prosecute him for. So this is a novel, novel charge against him. If his name were Donald Jones instead of Donald Trump, I don't think this case would be being brought against him. Uh, but by threatening the prosecutors, you know, taunting the alligator before you cross the stream, so to speak, they're going to indict him. And it's going to consume a lot of his money and a lot of his time. Uh, you know, the... Um... Look, most of the criminal laws in this country criminalize harmless behavior, most of them, and they should not be on the books, but they're on the books. People get prosecuted. There are many people in jail right now because they used corporate funds to pay a campaign debt. Who gives a damn? But that's what the law is. You know who wrote that law? A person who never met a bullet or blood he didn't like, John McCain. Oh, John McCain wrote that law, and the oh. courts have upheld it. Yep, never met a bullet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What an arrogant, arrogant, arrogant. Yeah. You know. uh, well, he's dead. He can't defend yep. himself. But, yeah, I, but I had to. I had to throw that in there because yeah. these yeah. things are ultimately all connected. Uh, the Democrats and the Republicans, in my view, in Congress, they all want their version of government. None of them wants lesser government. Their battles are about how to control the government, not how to reduce or shrink the government. Well, there are Rand Paul's and Thomas Massey's, but it's just a handful yeah. compared to members of Congress. Last week, Rand Paul introduced a simple resolution to rescind the authorization to use military force of 2001. That's the law that let Bush invade Afghanistan. Afghanistan, are we still there? No, we left unceremoniously. It was a disaster the way we left. We left in six days. When the Russians left Afghanistan, it took them eight months. They left methodically. They didn't leave any equipment behind. They didn't leave any of their people behind. They didn't leave any money behind. When we left, it was a disaster, uh, and it cost us billions. Back to Rand Paul. Let's get rid of the authority to invade Afghanistan. It was 20 years ago. Do you know what happened to that resolution? It yep. lost in the Senate. Nine in favor. 86 against it. 86 senators in favor of allowing the president to use this law to invade whatever country he wants. Syria, Yemen, Somalia, send the troops wherever you want. So the Republicans are just as culpable as the Democrats. Oh, yeah. There are some, there are some heroes, but they're always outnumbered. And this is why I say over and over again, we need a new third party and Judge Andrew Napolitano should be the president of the United States. And, and that we're not going to go anywhere without a new third party. And that we have this criminal group running our lives. I mean, how could anybody with a brain bigger than a pea swallow the crap coming out of a little Chucky Schumer's mouth and a Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and Adam Schitt what one little crap after another telling us what to do little low lives and again we wrote about this by the way uh, the um, what you just talked about in the trends journal this week in in great detail and and as you said america go go anywhere it wants 
and now we're bringing more troops and fighting more in Syria. What right does America have to be in Syria? Well, we're fighting them Iranians and those militants. Wait a minute. The Iranians were invited into Syria by the president of Syria. We're there stealing their oil on the eastern coast and trying to overthrow the government. Brought to you by the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, Barack Obama. We want that guy Assad out of there. And, 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 And there's no blowback at all. And the American media totally bans those of us who speak out against America's illegal invasion of other nations. I just watched a um, clip from uh, 60 Minutes, which could have been produced by the CIA. It is a puff piece about how well prepared the American Navy is to defend, you ready? Taiwan. (laughs) This would be Joe's other war. Now, we haven't fought a major military since World War II. Suffice it to say, there's nobody in the Pentagon or in the military today who was fighting in World War II. We lost in Vietnam. We lost in Iraq. We lost in Afghanistan. Every one of these pipsqueaks that we fight clobbers us. Now we're going to fight the largest army and the largest navy in the world and CBS is doing the CIA's bidding by trying to persuade the American public that somehow we can do it. And you'll pull your hair out over this. The admiral in charge, he's a nice Italian-American boy who totally bought the CIA line. I forget his name. Yeah. I just watched this thing right before you and I started this session because of what I have to do later today with Colonel uh, McGregor. And it just turned my stomach. I said, it should say brought to you by the CIA. It shouldn't say brought to you by CBS. Again, like you said, we haven't won a war since World War II. And little minor con- countries beat Americans. And as we have, uh, I put in the, uh, I mentioned in the podcast yesterday, 70, 77% of young Americans are too in too bad shape to join the military. They're overweight. Mm-hmm. You're right. So they're too fat to fight, basically. I'm sorry to say that you are right. And and it doesn't take a physician to know that. Just go to the shopping malls and look around you or go to any downtown area and uh, and look around you. You know, you mentioned you're going to be interviewing um, uh, Douglas McGregor, um, uh, the colonel. What, what are you going to be talking about today? Uh, our the Ukrainians able to resist the Russians. And he'll say, no, he sent me a map and the map actually shows where the Russian troops are and what their numbers are and where the Ukrainian troops are and what their numbers are. And simple math will show you it's impossible for Ukraines to win. The other thing I'm going to talk to him about is the same thing I'm talking to the great Larry Johnson about, which is why no negotiation. Well, Tony Blinken uh, is afraid of negotiation uh, because he believes that uh, it will uh, result in freezing things where they are now. And he and Victoria Nuland want the Russians out of Crimea. This is crazy that they think that they can accomplish this uh, militarily. What they really want 
is Putin out of office. Also crazy if they think they can accomplish it uh, militarily. So I, I McGregor often um, brings some news to the podcast. I don't know if he's going to bring news today, but his analysis has proven to be extremely spot on and very popular with Judging Freedom uh, viewers. Thank you for asking me about it. He's on live at 2.45 Eastern today. Oh, wow. Yeah, so everybody, please go to uh, the, uh, Judging Freedom. Judging Was it judgingfreedom.com? Judging, Judging Freedom YouTube, Judging Freedom YouTube channel, and you'll see uh, Doug McGregor uh, there this afternoon at 2.45. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He really – yeah, and by the way, the news coming out today is that uh, Zelensky says they're going to defend that area and they won't retreat. Wow. Well, then, then he's he's going to uh, destroy his army, the front lines of which are manned by 16-year-olds. Ah, how sad. 16-year-olds. Six, how sad. And all because of Joe, because of Joe Biden giving him the military support. A generation uh, of Ukrainian boys uh, will never know their – well, they'll die. A generation will die, just like happened in America generation of american boys thanks to lbj 50 50,000 of them 58 number is, number is staggering died 58,000 58, and over almost a, a half a million seriously wounded wow yeah for nothing for L, for lbj's re-election bid which as we all know he was scared out of doing it and nixon got in there and it got even worse this is how they sell propaganda look at this old cover yeah yeah, look. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. And then America at war? What, 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 what are we going to war for? Operation Desert Storm. Oh, yeah, we mm. care about that. And mm. this is and this is how the, the headline, this is from the, the Time magazine. Bush's biggest gamble. The president bets his place in history. And for the moment, at least, he looks like a winner. Oh, How's that right. for propaganda, huh? Yeah, yeah. His place in history. May rotten hell the murderous bastard. He really will go down as one of the worst presidents in American history. He's been indicted. You just forgot about Clinton? How about little Bush Jr.? Hey, how about how about Barack Obama, the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner? George W. has been indicted by a Spanish court for war crimes, it's one of those courts with uh, EU-wide jurisdiction, so he can't, I don't know if he has any interest in going to a museum in Florence or in London, probably not, but if he did, he's not going to come back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they're terrible. Judge, thanks so much for being on, and everybody, don't forget, check in this, the judge's interview with Colonel Douglas McGregor. That guy's a real man, boy. He's been there. He knows the deal. And he knows the scoop. Judge, thank thanks you. for all you're doing. And we'll thank see you, you next thank, week. Thank you, uh, Dylan, for uh, putting up my uh, how to find me. Thank you, Gerald. All the best. All right.